Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. We start this morning with that awful tragedy in Castle Troy in Limerick on Friday night and Live 95's Nigel Dugdale is with me. Uh, Nigel, good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Now, there are many things that we would like to say about what happened on Friday night. Many, many things, but we are constrained by the law. And I know you have been reporting on this in a very responsible uh, way uh, since it happened on Friday and uh, there's a lot of coverage on Live 95 socials as well including uh, video reporting that you have done tell us what we know in the early hours of um, Saturday morning I got word that uh, something had happened in Castle Troy and I immediately made my way out to um, to Castle Troy, I went into La Cucina to get a coffee before I started to do my work and chatted to a young guy and he said to me, you know, he'd been making his way home from La Cucina on Saturday night and had seen the aftermath and a bus bent and he said, you know, it, it's very sad, etc. So I did my work, reported for Live 95 for the 10 o'clock news and then received a press release to say that Gardaí and emergency services had attended the scene of a fatal road traffic collision on Friday evening at around 20, uh, 10 to 10 on Friday night. Um, the driver of a car failed to remain at the scene and a male pedestrian was removed to University Hospital Limerick where he was later pronounced deceased. Um, and the male driver and a female adult passenger of a second car were also taken to hospital and treated for injuries non-life-threatening. Um, over the course of the morning... News. This is Saturday morning. This is Saturday morning. Over the course of Saturday morning, I then got a call from Lorraine in La Cucina to say that it was an employee of hers. So the young guy that had served me coffee on Saturday morning was working with him and was a friend of his, Joe Drennan's, who died on Friday night, um, hit by a car whilst making his way home from La Cucina, standing at a bus stop. And going back into town, a bright, bright journalist, a guy who had just come back to college, he'd celebrated his 21st birthday and he was making his way back from work on a Friday night and um, his life ended on the Dublin Road in Castle Troy. Um, later on that day, we received word from GSOC to say that they were now inv- inv- involved and um, that they had received a referral from on Garda Síochána during the hours of Saturday, early hours of Saturday, following an incident in the Castle Troy area and was referred by a Garda superintendent. So GSOC are now involved. And obviously, then over the course of the day, we received the news that the young 21-year-old was Joe Drennan, who was that student in UL, incredibly, incredibly bright, a future ahead of him, involved in so many things. I've looked into his life. I didn't know him, but, you know, to think at 21, 20, to be involved in and respected in the LGBTQI community. You know, I saw Tom Shore, Pat Short was tweeting about him, seemed to know him. So many people have been tweeting and commenting about this young guy who at the age of 20 had made an impact, not just in Limerick, not just in Mount Rath, where he was from, but across Ireland and to think that a guy's life like that can end after he finishes earning his few bob to put him through college on a Friday night it's it's gutting and it's 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 terribly sad yeah and I, I drove past um the scene uh, and uh, to see the damage to the bus stop sign alone uh, would mm-hmm. give you a sense 
of the awful tragedy that unfolded on Friday evening and the location here is between well, so it's, very it's, well known po- road, it's a well known it? road it's between um, the Golf Links Road and the Groody Roundabout so there's a, there's a bus stop there and I used to use it as a kid it's it's on a narrow little stretch of footpath that's down there and um, it kind of serves those people living in the Golf Links Road area and um, not the most ideal bus stop it's kind of just you wouldn't even notice it in some senses but it, that's where it is and um, you know and, uh, and, and I think the thing for me on, on Saturday that got me a little little bit was the fact that, you know, that was a road that's normally used. People would be dropping kids to school on a Saturday morning, or kids to, to football pitches, or going into the milk market, and it was a beautiful blue sky morning, and it was just quiet. There was nothing. And you just got a sense of the tragedy that was unfolding there. Yeah, yes, for forensics and other reasons, the Gardaí closed that stretch of road yeah. for quite a bit of Saturday, isn't that the case? And, and that's what God gave me, gave me a sense that this was more than just, you know, an unfortunate accident that had happened on the end that evening. It was, you know, there was a number of cars. There was one car covered in tarpaulin further down. And, um, yeah, and, and, you know, the thoughts that, you know, my thoughts are with people from La Cucina, all of the students in UL who would have worked with him. He was in this studio two weeks ago chatting to you, um, you know, and, and I think... To to see a young life like that, and it's it's very sad, and that's that we, we will say no more in relation to. That. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to be very careful. Yeah. As I said, there are a number of uh, investigations ongoing right now. Um, and Joe, as you say, was sitting in, in the, the seat, seat right beside, beside me. You. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um, only ten days ago, and and you know, such a vibrant character. Full of life. And I remember know. us laughing about the fact that he was in, and it was almost suggesting, you know, that the new beat of journalists are going to be challenging government. And we had a laugh about the fact that, and, and you asked him the question, you know, and do you just do with that? And he said, yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, and, and, uh, I was brilliant, you know, and, and so full of interest in his subject mm. and, you know, his whole career his whole life yeah. uh, ahead of him. And, and just and to say, Gar- Joe, on that, Gardaí are appealing for anyone who may have witnessed the collision um, to contact them. Um, so any road users who, road users who were travelling in the Dublin Road area in Castle Troy on Friday between 9pm and 10pm who may have camera footage, including Dashfam, are asked to contact either Henry Street Garda Station 212-400 or the Garda Confidential Line, any Garda Station. Mm. Um, there were other injuries not life-threatening non-life-threatening. It was a male driver in his 40s and a female adult passenger of a second car who were taken to University Hospital Limerick, but I believe the treatment treated for injuries that were non-life-threatening. Yeah, and a lot of people in Castle Troy would have heard what turned out to be the Garda Support helicopter um, on Friday night. Uh, I think it was in the air hovering around for maybe three quarters of an hour uh, yeah. that, that evening. You know, people might have been out and about or watching the late late with Patrick Healy or whatever they were doing and you could you know hear it uh, quite prominently um, in the area at that time um, so the the inquiries continue as you say um, and uh, as per the original release on, on Saturday morning nothing has changed guard investigation they are appealing for anyone who witnessed anything and um and we'll keep people up to date over the next couple of d- days, hopefully, for the next couple of days, if there are. Yeah. Updates. Stay with us, uh, Nigel. Now, Dr. Catherine Hayes is uh, with us uh, from the University of Limerick, course director of the BA in journalism, and uh, 21-year-old Joe Drennan, who died so tragically in Castle Troy at that bus stop, just having finished the part-time shift um, at La Cucina, as uh, Nigel uh, said, was a student of Catherine's. Um, Catherine, um, 
I, I know you you have been reflecting on this over the weekend, and um, I, I think you said it's very hard to put it into words or context or, frankly, anything. Uh, absolutely, Joe. Um, we're just uh, shattered and um, devastated. Um, you know, listening to Nigel there, I um, live locally as well. And like many people on Saturday morning, we were all speaking about the helicopter on Friday night that was hovering actually up until nearly midnight. I remember going to bed, hearing it. Um, we were at the sidelines of football and soccer matches Saturday morning, everybody was asking um, about it. I turned to my husband that morning and said, gosh, Dave, I really hope it's not um, one of our students, you know, never thinking um, for a second um, that it would be. And um, and then it's, it was Joe, Joe Drennan, who we, we just, we all knew and, and loved. I mean, a fantastic student. And, and Nigel there, he, he spoke so well about him sitting and I can visualise him sitting in your studio and the passion that he spoke with because that's what we saw in the classroom. I mean, I described him over the weekend as inspirational. Um, he inspired his 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 classmates and his peers, but he inspired me. His ideas. Um, so we have this voice, this project here called Limerick Voice, which you in Live Nine to Five are very supportive of. It's a real live news project that our students work on in their final year. And Joe uh, came back to us um, in September after a year off campus, like all the other fourth years, and he pitched for the the, the role as, as as managing editor. And his pitch, I was just bringing it up last night and reading it again, but it was just it was it really I. I suppose epitomised him in that he, he wanted to um, uh, be a voice for the for the voiceless. He was all about uh, bridging gaps between communities and looking for dynamic ways to tell stories. Um, you know, he spoke about you know communities that sometimes we don't hear from. He was talking about communities in Limerick, Latin American, Ukrainian, the LGBTQI communities, um, homeless people, uh, people that are often misrepresented in the media. He was so passionate and. Um, you know, he wants to change the world. He wants to affect change. And um, so I remember thinking, gosh, because there was another student, um, his colleague Molly, who gave an, an equally wonderful pitch. And so in the end, we, we had two roles. Joe was editor in chief and Molly is managing um, editor. And they worked very much side by side. And oh, look, his classmates, Joe, are devastated. We met them over the weekend. Um, and I went yesterday to see his family in Leash. And my gosh, uh, they are just heartbroken. Yeah. So Joe leaves behind his parents, Tim and Marguerite, his sisters, Sarah, Ava and Marie, brothers Richard, John and Kieran, his nanny, Vera Bennett, aunts, uncles mm. and cousins and Joe Drennan's vast circle of friends. And I, I mean, for his parents, you know, you think, well, there's the young fella, he's off. He was in fourth year um, at the yeah. University of, uh, of Limerick, his whole life ahead of him and for it just to be taken in an instant. Absolutely. So his mum and dad um, were in, on holidays in Lanzarote when they got the call that no parent ever wants to get. His mum, Marguerite, yesterday, there was many of his aunties were there. His sisters, they all spoke about how Joe just wanted to be a journalist. He wanted to, as I said earlier, change the world. They were so proud of him. He loved Limerick. He was from Leash, but he loved Limerick. He loved his course in UL, his friends. He had spent, as I said, a year off campus. So he did his co-op with Gay Community News, 
which he absolutely loved. Had loads of work published. I could I saw them paying tribute over the weekend to their wonderful journalists. He was nominated for a National Student Media Award for some of the work that he did for them last June. He then went on to Berlin because he also studied German here. And I know many of my colleagues in the German department are devastated because everyone knew Joe. He had just this wonderful presence. But he went to Berlin. He loved Berlin. And his parents were saying yesterday that he was home from Berlin two days and he said, right, back to Limerick. Apparently, he went into La Cucina with his sister for a coffee. He came out with two coffees and a job because he had worked in La Cucina all through college. And when he came back, they were just delighted to have him back. And I know from speaking to the owners over the weekend and they're just all devastated, as Nigel said there, his colleagues. And yeah. even people locally here that went to La Cucina were telling me over the weekend, they all knew him uh, for, you know, when uh, they went in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lorraine and the team are, are so well known. Yeah. And, and of course, Joe doing what so many students do, you know, they they pick up part-time work in various businesses in Castle Troy and in Limerick, don't they? But this is it, Joe. And his mom was saying yesterday he did everything right. He was had his part time job. He, um, you know, he was studying. And so many of our students today, Joe, are self financed, and they, you know, they're wonderful. They 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 have part time jobs, and you know, and any of your colleagues there, some of our past students are now working for Live ninety five. But Limerick Voice is a very busy, um, unpaid job, but it's a project that they work on here, and you know, they they really get stuck in. And Joe was so already we're just in starting week six today but just halfway through the term and he was you know doing everything right and his poor mom yesterday just kept saying he was just finished he just finished his job uh, his part-time job he was getting the bus back into town he'd got somewhere to stay in town just in recent weeks actually I think only in the last week or two recently turned 21 all he wanted for his birthday she was telling me was money because he was he had this lovely trip planned next week to visit a friend he met in Cambridge um, he thought he met him in Berlin but he lives in Cambridge and you know just his whole life ahead of him and his, I yeah, it's yeah. just so sad. Yeah, we're talking to Dr. Catherine Hayes um, from the media department at the University of Limerick and uh, Joe Drennan was a student there and the floral tributes uh, in and around the bus stop, they're particularly poignant. Uh, and the students now, I mean, they obviously yeah. will need support. Absolutely. So we have an incredible um, uh, team here. The chaplains, first and foremost, John Campion, Sister Sarah Rourke, just I think the kindest people I've ever met, Joe. They're, so John and they were meeting, you know, a lot of our students live locally. So um, they were meeting in smaller groups over the weekend, but we're meeting the entire group now this morning at 10 o'clock. Uh, Counselling services will be provided for everybody. Our president, Kirsten May, you know, very much um, aware of how difficult this is for our students and she's going to meet with them and, you know, th- there is, there's great support um, in place um, in UL because sadly we have lost students before and we're very mindful of how hard this is for them to process. They're only 20 and 21, this particular cohort. Um, they're very tight-knit and um, so the chaplaincies, it's called Chach Falcha, which is a lovely word for welcoming and we'll have tea and a cup of tea and chats and they the you know me and my colleagues will will help and support in an academic sense and obviously point them in the direction of the relevant um uh, health supports and 
yeah, they're just just to meet them, I met a few of them last night and they're just devastated. They're a very tight-knit group. There's only 25 of them in fourth year. So they really know each other. A lot of them live together. And um, I think as Nigel said there as well about that bus stop, they all use it and, you know, they'll be passing it and it's so close to them. And even the back there studying journalism, as I said earlier, it's just very sad to think that they're, you know, that they are now part of the story that nobody wants to be part of, you know, and... Yeah, it's just yeah. devastating. Yeah, and the University of Limerick president that you mentioned, Professor Kirsten May, paid tribute and reached out to the UL campus community following the tragic death of student Joe Drennan. And there's lots of coverage of all of this, including that statement uh, on the Live95 website and Live95 socials. And there's also a video um, reporting by Nigel. And uh, we will obviously keep people up to date. Well, um, our sympathies uh, to everybody there, um, including uh, yourself. It's just a terrible, terrible time and a very, very difficult few days ahead as well uh, with uh, the funeral still to come. That's Dr. Catherine Hayes, course director of the BA in Journalism at the University of Limerick Talk about her student, 21-year-old Joe Drennan, who died tragically in that incident on Friday night. And as Nigel said, uh, Gardy still appealing for witnesses, uh, particularly dash cam footage. And uh, we will continue to report on this. And Live95's Nigel Dugdale, thank you. And uh, may Joe Drennan rest in peace. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live95.